Sick by Shiana. Medical disclaimer. The advice that I'm sharing is based on my experience as a licensed massage therapist and an active participant in alternative healing practices. The advice is for educational and informational purposes only. While it may be useful to some, be smart about it. Talk to a healthcare provider before trying out some of these practices. I just want you to know that you do have options when it comes to healing. Welcome to Who You Call Holistic. I am your host, Shiana, Reiki master teacher, vibe enhancer, you know the drill. Anyway, how's everybody doing out there? Happy 222. Um, if that is, if you are listening on 222, I'm not really sure when, when you'll be catching this episode, but if you are catching it on 222, um, then it's a magical day. Uh, the meaning behind the number two um, in numerology is all about relationships and partnerships. And then when you combine all three of the twos, then those equal six. And six is all about love. So it really is like a good day overall to, you know, spread love, own your own love, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's also, and I'm no numerologist, by the way, you know, I'm very much, I feel like the ones that, I feel like my listeners anyway, you know, have an idea of a lot of the things that I have an idea of, but it's in my face all the time, constantly. So it's like, oh, here's some information on this. Let me study all of it as much as I can, as efficiently as I can, so that I can actually like digest it and understand its meaning and share it with others. So I know like some things about numerology. I know a lot of things about astrology. Um, and then, you know, of course, human design and all these other maps, because they're all they're all like maps leading to the same information, essentially. Um, but what I did think was interesting with numerology, and I know I've discussed this before with astrology as well, is um, the fact that there's, again, planets associated with these things, like, just like when I started learning about chakras, it's like, oh, you think you think you know something. <laughs> and then it's got several layers. And then you realize you know nothing at fucking all. Life. Life be life. <laughs> um, but in saying that, I am I'm glad that I do get exposed to this information. And I am glad that I get to share it with you all and that you're appreciative of it. So Thank you again for those listeners who have been rocking with me since the beginning, or if you were a little newer, uh, thank you again for listening. I really do appreciate those that reach out to me as well that, um, you know, say certain episodes touch their spirit or um, that they were yelling at the, at the podcast episode because, you know, I won't say like I'm new to this or whatever, but I never really know what to expect from my listeners. Like, I don't know. First of all, I don't know where they're listening. You know, like, so let me know that if you if you would like share with me where you are listening from. Are you listening on your way to work? Are you still driving to work? Do people commute again because pandemic is fake over or whatever? Um, are you listening at home when you're working from home? Like, it'd be cool to know that so that I, I have an idea of, of how you vibe with me. That'd be nice. But anyway, back to numerology things. So it is also. um the United States 
Pluto return on 222. And if you're asking what that is, I'll, I'll give you a little breakdown. So you may actually be familiar with a Saturn return. Um, and the Saturn return takes place every 27 to 30 years. And I've discussed Saturn returns before, but Saturn return in my life is like when I lost my job several times. Um, I moved back in with my mom. Like it was just, it was all bad. Like everything was uprooted from my belief system, from my work, all of the things. Everything was shifted and spun around and I thought I was going insane. And then it rerouted me, I guess, to <laughs> to do the path I was meant to be on because I was working in doctor's offices at the time. I was working um, at a physical therapy office, which like, you know, it's good that I learned the information that I got in those spaces, but obviously I wasn't meant to be doing that work. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful for the lessons. But so the Pluto return um, and Pluto is associated with um, Scorpio season, Scorpio, the Zodiac. And if you know of a Scorpio, you know, Pluto is about mystery. <laughs> Pluto is about mystery and the taboo and, um, you know, just kind of bringing about that darkness and shifting it around or mixing it up, basically. So um, I'm reading this from... Um, Refinery29. I actually get their emails. I don't know if you guys subscribe to their stuff, but interesting emails from them. Anyway, um, so as far as the U.S. Saturn return, I mean, sorry, Pluto return, um, the last time that Pluto was in this space was uh, the Declaration of Independence in 1776. So that was the birth of the U.S., right? So in saying that, you know, it'll be interesting. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what takes place over the next, I don't even, I don't even know the timeline for it. Um, but in reference to Refinery29, it, it points out that um, Pluto is known for shaking up current dynamics and pushing them to crumble, all to allow them to be put back together in a restorative way that aligns with the status quo. They are predicting that the country may undergo some changes, <laughs> hopefully for the better. I really don't like the word hope, by the way. I, I feel like it's, I don't know, like a false promise or something, or it sounds pretend. But yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen with the U.S., but um, apparently shit, shit's changing. <laughs> again, I don't know the timeline on that, but it will be interesting to to see. And again, I am no astrologer. I just, I feel like those that are listening are like, um, hey, what's going on with the planets? Uh, Shiana might know. So yeah, that's what's happening on 222. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure what's, you know, with inflation and groceries all costing at least $4. <laughs> I hope something happens. I hope something shifts for all of us because the, the shit's out of control and it's going to get out of control. So anyway, um, again, also, if you are listening on 222, I, I'm in Mexico uh, I will be in Mexico actually celebrating my best friend and her fiance getting married, uh, which I'm very excited about. I'm very, very happy for that partnership because listen, when you have, when you have intuitive friends in your life, 
it is it's a it's a sticky situation when you get in relationships or even if you have a love interest in general because you know you're always like what what kind of read are they going to get on on this man like you know like do they see something that I don't see do I need to ha- do I need to have them pull cards on him for like some clarity um so yeah I am so happy for her um she found her her prince charming and what better day to get married than two twenty two twenty two? Like I'm actually, I'm very happy too that I get to be a part of a wedding on that day because I feel like I get to, you know, experience the magic of the day even more. So, catch me in Mexico on two twenty two twenty two, which is also I don't consider it like a vacation. I always consider a vacation just time when I can go to some sort of clear water around somewhere. Uh, with no agenda. So I am looking forward to this trip. However, it it doesn't feel quite vacation-y yet. Like I still need several vacations this year, if we're being honest, with the last couple years that we've had. Uh, We need all the vacations. But um, also, like, I feel like the work, you know, the inner work, I feel like I've been doing nothing but that for the last at least year, like intense I mean, I've been doing it for years, but intensely, my God, like I need to step away and and have fun sometimes um, instead of being in my feelings all the time. And, um, you know, it is February. There's a lot of heart healing happening. I actually just had um, an event this past week with the Leo in full moon and Leo rules the heart, which was the perfect time to have a Reiki event. And I just solely did sometimes, sometimes when I do these Reiki events, I do uh, like I do them on the full moon or new moon. And I typically send Reiki to the body as a whole. But this particular event, I only sent Reiki to the heart energy center. So it was solely focused on the heart center. And um, <laughs> I, I made the mistake of not recording the zoom, the zoom the first time. So I had to record it again. So Anytime I send Reiki to others, I'm also receiving Reiki. Um, I had already done like a self-Reiki treatment that day. I lit a candle. Like I had already done all kinds of things. So when I had to do a second session, I was like, oh, I guess I needed more heart healing um, than, I, than I thought. So if you are interested actually in the replay of that, somebody reached out to me and said, um, hey, I missed that particular Reiki event, but I'd love to catch the replay if you could send it. Um, so I can accommodate that because the healing energy is placed within the recording. Um, again, if you have not had Reiki yet, that sounds absolutely ridiculous and strange. I get it. Uh, but just trust me on this one. Just trust me. Uh, and I also typically, I do try to send Reiki to these episodes, by the way, you know, as far as, as, as often as I can remember, I do do like a little razzle dazzle, of some Reiki energy on these. Um, Cause I want y'all to feel what I'm saying, you know? That sounds like some shit Shiana says. I want you to feel it, especially because <laughs> I am a cancer rising and I feel all the things all the time. So why not allow other people to feel the things too? And with this, uh, this month, like I was mentioning, it's been a whole heart healing month for everybody. Um, I actually had an incident that I'll share with you that, um, came up, which I would say it came up out of nowhere. I don't know how this came. Okay. I kind of know how it came up. A friend of mine, 
did something that triggered this memory from, I don't even, maybe middle school, possibly. And, okay, so back in middle school, my parents were already split up. Um, They never officially divorced. uh, But they split when I was in, I guess when I was in fourth grade. That's when I made my first D. And, but also fuck math, right? (laughs) I can do things with numbers, but I can't math them. Um, But anyway, sometime in middle, middle school, my dad was supposed to come and pick me up and didn't. And again, I don't even know how this particular very vivid memory like surfaced, but it did. And I was like, okay, I guess we're dealing with this today. Um, And for those not familiar, my dad has been, he transitioned when I was 15. So he's been gone for a while now. Um, I do still speak to him. He is still a part of my life. If you've been following me on anything for a while now, you know that I speak to him or he speaks to me through ladybugs. That is how he communicates. I have ladybug things all over the place. People gift me ladybug things. Um, so yeah, that's that's like one of my totems. But anyway, so this memory comes up where my dad was supposed to come and pick me up one weekend and I was supposed to spend time with him. And um, another thing, like I am very much, <laughs> I don't all the way take advice from my mother and um, and relationship things. But one thing she told me a very, very, very long time ago that stuck with me, because I'm not the type that's going to go through some man's phone, is when you look for stuff, you find stuff. And she was not wrong. She was not wrong. But in saying that, like, I've never had to look for stuff because things find me. And I got a love-hate relationship with that because I'm like, please, please don't lie to me because, you know, it's going to, you know, it's going to come to the surface. You know, I'm going to know in the most ridiculous way for me to know. Like, how do I receive this information? So this particular weekend that my dad was supposed to come and get me, called him, no answer. Called him several times, no answer. This was, this had to have been pretext message times, I guess. Um, maybe. Again, see, foggy with the memory, but core memory unlocked the trauma from it. So... Didn't answer. And then at some point, my dad pocket dialed me. Somehow pocket dialed me, had no recollection of it. And when he pocket dialed me, I could hear slot machines. And he had no idea he pocket dialed me. I don't even, the flashback of the the whole memory, I don't even remember the conversation that was had after this. I remember there was an argument, probably lots of tears, anger, rage, from me, from my mom, all the things. But in hindsight, my dad probably had an addiction. Not even probably. My dad had an addiction to gambling. And there was no, like, discussion of that growing up. And, you know, now that there's all kinds of help centers, and I'm sure there were then, but, like, we are a part of a generation. I know a lot of people out here can relate to this, especially if you have a Catholic parent, or maybe even a foreign parent. But I think just that generation in general, were very secretive. Like we didn't discuss things. If they came up, it was still a secret. We don't deal with that. Like it's hush, hush, sweep it under the mat. It's not to be dealt with. And that stuff bubbles up. And so when that memory came up, I like I had a meltdown at home. Like it's almost like I had the same trauma from that event that was like never dealt with. And it was like, okay, you're going to deal with this shit today. 
And I was like, what is it? Like, when I tell you I was boo-hooing, like, I was boo-hooing um, from the time I woke up that day, like, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. It would not stop. But, and I'm, I'm a puffy eye crier, too. So, like, I'm always extremely, extremely inconvenienced if I have to cry. <laughs> because the cleanup takes, like, two days. I looked like um, I looked like Hitch when he had the the allergic reaction. I looked like that just after I cried. So God knows what I looked like the day after. It legit took like a solid two days before I looked like myself again. And thank God I, I got some tools in my in my toolkit for that. I had to use my little gua sha tool. Uh, pro tip for criers that get puffy eyes: you can you can use a little gua sha tool on the back of your neck to um, pull some of that lymph fluid down and you could do a little facial rolling on on your face to get rid of that puffiness and brings anyway I did all the things but again it took like two fucking days before I looked right again um but I will say in those hours from 7 7 to 10 a.m during my meltdown I I was like okay all right okay chill out for just a second and then I couldn't chill I was like girl chill like slow down, breathe. And it was like, I can't chill. And then I tapped into like, okay, what would you do to handle this? Like, it's like there was, I don't know, I was probably talking to myself or my higher self or something. But I was like, okay, what do I need to do? And it's like all the things I learned from therapy came up, things that um, I learned from Reiki came up. And I was like, oh, oh, shit, this, I need to do things with this. So like, I went and talked to my inner child at that age and told her she was safe and told her to forgive her father and like things were going to be all right. And um, I sent Reiki to that time frame because Reiki transcends time and space. So you can send it to the past. You can send it to traumatic events um, for healing so that future you is a little, is a little better off. So I did all of those things. And then I was like, okay, I feel way 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 lighter and you know it just it reminded me of like it's cool to do all of this work you know you can do all of this work every day all day but unless you actually integrate what you're learning and actively heal with the integration (laughs) then it's all a waste you know it's just like taking all these courses online and then not using any of the information or having these gifts that you may have and not using them. And, you know, it also just brought up the fact that like, again, because I think our parents came from a generation that was a lot more secretive and hush hush about the world. um, It's just, it's weird to deal with grief when there's still ugly sides of people that you don't, you don't feel good about. And, you know, we, we don't talk about that. Like, my dad was a human being, you know, I get that. And people go from this earth, and they leave us. And we want to think about all the good things, which are great. But, you know, people do some shitty things in their lives. And we have to forgive it, just like we are supposed to forgive it when they are on this earth. But, um, you know, just have that grace for yourself to, to deal with that. Like, because there aren't going to be all good sides to people when they're gone and you have to like, 
you know, honored that there were there were good and bad <laughs> and that they were human and they were doing the best that they could. So I'm grateful. God, I'm so grateful that like I had these these resources of mine with from therapy and from Reiki things just to know how to to process this information because I, I don't know, like I I feel like whatever's shifting right now outside is very much just kind of uprooting traumas. Like I don't know if any of my listeners are having these kinds of flashbacks, uh, like just very vivid memories that that are like, okay, this happened. Remember this? Remember this happened? Let's deal with this right now. It's like, is right now though? Like I got shit to do. I got shit. I got to binge. I got to binge another, um, another Netflix show. Uh, I don't have time to cry right now. That's going to take a two day cleanup. So, and I've said this before, somebody told me at some point that Capricorns don't like to cry, they like to schedule them. Um, And I have a tough time with that because I have a cancer rising. So like the Capricorn in me is like, bitch, you ain't got time for this. But the cancer rising is like, let's feel everything right now. (laughs) Huh. Love, hate, relationship. I mean, I guess it's a good dynamic. I'm not a complete like resting bitch face all the time. Um... But, you know, maybe I would prefer that at times. I guess it doesn't make me completely cold. But that's the other thing about this, like, feeling everything and feel it to heal it. And when you are the one doing a lot of the healing within your family, man, like, again, it's it's one of the, it's so good to know how to implement therapy techniques. Because I've seen a meme before that said something like, you know, therapies for people who have people in their lives that need to go to therapy. (laughs) And we, I'm so glad that this generation is going to therapy for those that are going to therapy so far. Um, For those that aren't going yet, uh, you know, it's not too late to start by the way. And I'm also grateful that I have a circle, my soul tribe, my friends that, you know, can pour into me and can, understand when I'm going through things and can say, hey, I have the space for this if you need to talk to me. And that is so important because I've also spoken before about the holistic psychologist talked about if you follow her on Instagram. Um, I still need to read her book, Doing the Work, if you guys have read that. Um, I heard it's really good. But anyway, the holistic psychologist speaks on something called emotional dumping which is just like basically going on a rant about all the shit you're going through without actually like asking for permission before you talk about it. So I have friends in my life that have been to therapy. (laughs) Thank God. Oh my gosh. Thank God. So they, they know how to approach the things. And, you know, I can say to people, like if somebody reaches out to me and they're like, Hey, who, this is what's going on. I, I know how to say, Hey, I can't, I can't deal with that right now. (laughs) I got my own shit over here. Uh, Some other time, please. And I, I respect when my friends have the same thoughts for themselves as well. Like, it's good to have that dynamic when you know, when you need to fill somebody else's cup and when they can pour into yours. Like, that is so important. And I, I posted something about that recently, just because you know, there's just been, there's been so many changes, like in my life, I know in everybody else's lives currently. And it's so, so nice to have people that are like, hey, 
Like, I, I know you, I know you can't deal with this right now. Like, let me help. How can I help? And I am one of those people like it, this, this is my toxic trait. I hate asking for help. And I, I know that's probably, you know, trauma or some shit, but I just, instead of me asking for help, I love that my friends see it. Like I'm a suffer in silence kind of person. I'll be over here drowning and just wait till somebody throws me a lifesaver sometimes. I'm getting better. And, you know, sometimes before I would just completely like hermit and not leave the house and not, and it wasn't even like a depression thing. It was just like, how am I going to fix this? Who am I going to ask for help? I can't ask anybody for help. And I know a lot of people go through that, which is just ridiculous because the help is there. (laughs) You just have to ask real quick. Um, But I like that I have friends that just show up with help. Like they, they reach out and say, how can I support Or um, one of my friends even, she'll message me and say, like, if there's something going on, she'll say, what does support look like? And I'm like, ah, that, again, people who have been to therapy, y'all need those in your life. If you're not going to therapy yet, at least have some friends that are going to therapy. Because, you know, when, when you're doing this kind of work, it doesn't just heal you, it helps heal others. Because they're learning these other lessons that you've learned in therapy and these spiritual sessions that you're doing and energy work. If you've participated in any of my Reiki events, even, you know, you may have learned some sort of breathing technique to take with you or like a journal prompt that opened up some sort of thought process that you hadn't tapped into before that is healing something. Uh, The only thing with the healing stuff, though, is it is rough if those around you aren't willing to do the work as well. God, it is rough. And I've seen how relationships change. You know, I see when people are like doing this deep digging and figuring out what's wrong at the root. And then they're like, oh, okay, this is the problem. Let me fix it. And then their partners or their friends or family members are like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you're the problem. But like, no, everybody's the, everybody's the problem. Everybody's a problem and everybody's the solution, right? So um, please go to therapy at, at some point, at least once, if you haven't tried it before. You know, if anything, just to learn these tools to deal with the shit. And I had a talk with a friend one day that I was suggesting go to therapy. This person does need to go to therapy for sure. And they they said it didn't feel like it was urgent. And I was like, well, that's not how therapy works, <laughs> And even when I was doing massage therapy, that's not how massage therapy works. You're not supposed to schedule a massage when you can't walk anymore. You're supposed to go for maintenance. And we got to start look if we if you haven't already, we got to start looking at healing like that. It's not for an emergency. You don't want to heal just because there's trauma. Like you want to you want to be your best self. You want maintenance. So, it's no different than going to the gym. You don't want to go to the gym when you've way surpassed your goal weight, you know, you want to go for maintenance so that you don't get there, right? So anyway, I hope you got some sort of lesson in here. Get Go to therapy if you're not already going to therapy. <laughs> and if you don't have some good friends in your life that can support your journey in whatever capacity when they have the space for it, then you need to get some. You need to get some better friends. Um, but Also, if you just go to therapy, you don't have to rely on your friends to therapize you either. So that's something to consider.
Anyway, um, moving on. If you have not yet made one of my Reiki events, um, I have them every new moon and every full moon. We do things like breathing techniques. There may be journaling or some sort of movement. Like, you know, sometimes there's been stretching for like the expansion and the heart. Uh, a little bit of, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and those will change in the future as well. Uh, I do actually have plans to have sound bowls in the future to do Reiki with, uh, but that's on the to-do list. Hasn't happened just yet, but it, it's it's happening. So I am looking forward to that. Um, I have also, per request from audience members, I have recreated a Patreon. So if you do want to check that out, it's um, patreon.com slash Shiana. And I have different tiers. There are things on there for the Lennox stands out there. You can receive a card from Lennox. Um, and there's also some community uh, features on there as well. So check it out. Um, some people are still out there looking for their soul tribe. And I want to be able to offer a space um, to build with people and to connect people with themselves and with others. So check out my Patreon. There will be a monthly meetup on there. It's called the Lunar Lounge, um, which just came to me the other day. I really like it. You could see me with like a little bar, right? Like a Shiana's Lunar Lounge. You could see that. Nice little ambiance. I could see it. Um, it wouldn't be a hookah spot. It, it would have to be somewhere that uh, cannabis is legal for sure with like dim lighting. I could see it now, the Lunar Lounge. Anyway, um, that is it for now. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram if you are not already. That's where you'll see most of my updates. Also check out shiana.com for my services or to schedule with me. Um, I will be having classes if you're interested in any Reiki classes. And you can also work with me one-on-one if you need some spiritual guidance. So check me out on Instagram or you can also message me at go to heal at shiana.com. That is it for now. Take care and I will catch you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Who You Call in Holistic. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. You can find me and all my services on shiana.com. That's S H E A N A H. 